Okay, Boker Tov. Good morning, everybody. Today is July 13th. Daphnun Chet. Masechet Gitin. We stopped on the bottom line of Nun Zayin Amud Bet. In the middle of the line, Amar Ababa Barhan, Amar Abi Yohanan. Got it? Everybody with me? Yeah. Amar Ababa Barhan, Amar Abi Yohanan. Arba'im Se'ah, Kitsutse Tefilin Nimse'u Beroshe Haruge Betar. They found 40 Se'ah of, Rashi says, Kitsutse Dvuse Tefilin. The box of the tefillin is called Ketzutzah. So that's what he's talking about over here. They found 40 se'ah of tefillin from the people that were killed in Betar, which was a huge amount. Okay. It wasn't one forty se'ah box. It was Four, it was three boxes of 40 se'ah each. Some said, no, Baraita said it was 40 boxes of each one with three se'ah. Instead of the box being so big, it was just many boxes. But, so the Gemara says, No machloket over here between these numbers of 40 se'ah versus 120 se'ah. One is talking about Shalosh, and one is talking about Tfilin Shel Yad. Which means, uh, look at Ashi, that Ashi says, That's the one, the one Shel Yad, Arba'im Se'ah. Udereisha, Shehem Gedolim, why? Arba Batim Bechol Ketzitza, Havu Shlosha Zimne Mem Se'ah. Okay? So he says that apparently the, 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 we, we're so used to seeing our Tfilin the same size, Shel Rosh Shel Yad. They, they had bigger Tfilin Shel Rosh than they had Shel Yad. The, oh. the Shorosh has four parashiyot, and, uh, and the Shoyad is one, 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 one cloth. Right. So they made smaller yards and bigger roshes. So the one that said 40 se'ah, that's the one of the yard. The one that said 120 se'ah, that's the rosh. Okay, the intomar, dalid, lohi, shebait, had, shozeroah, gadom, mechab, batea rosh. Okay, fine. He said, well, if, if it, why is it not a, why is it a three to one ratio versus a four to one ratio? If there's four parashiyot, so it's different. Because the yard itself has one. One bite for the thing. So the other one is three times the size, not four times the size, right? Anyway, but, but no, 40, 40 versus 120. 120. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Okay, back to the Gemara. So they weren't on their heads when they fought. They were. Apparently so. That's what it says. They yeah. nimsu They weren't. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah. Right? They wore them. They wore the wore the wore feeling. It looks like. Fine. Okay, so four cav of brains found on stones. Means they broke people's heads open with the stone. Ula Amar nine cav of brains. What's the Pasuk that alluded to this that this was going to happen? It says Bat Right? right, praiseworthy is the one that will hold uh, the stone and smash your children's brain against the rocks. Okay, this is a little bit heavy duty stuff, Ken. Yeah, so that was like, I guess, Midah, Kenege Midah. For this is what, what they was praying that the children of Babel this should happen to because that's what they did to Bnei Israel. Okay. Yalla, two dots. Bnei Sion ha-yekarim ha-msulaim be-paz. Okay, so pasuk, the pasuk is from Echa. Okay, Bnei Sion ha-yekarim, the children of Sion that are precious. 
Hamsulaim bePaz. Okay, so Paz is the finest gold in the world. Misulaim is a word that we're not so sure, sure what that means. The Mara is going to tell us what it means now. Okay, it's a machloket what it fits. Okay, fine. So, so the pasuk is saying the, the precious children that are let's whatever they are misulim bePaz echad nechshivu lenivleh irish maasei deo said. How could it be that they've turned into what happened to them? Okay, so it says the pasuk. The Mara says false. Benetzion ekarim misulim bePaz. My misulim bePaz. What does it mean? Ile madavu mahpe bePiza. If you tell me, it means they were you know, covered or coated in paz. He says it can't be, there would never be enough paz in the world to coat the children's, their clothing or whatever you want to say, they were going to wrap around them because there were three measurements of paz that came down. It looks like tarte, mitkele, istere, pizza, nahut alma. Okay? Actually two. Two measures of this precious gold came down into the world when Hashem created the world. One went to Rome, and the other one is dispersed among the entire world. So therefore, there was never there would never be enough in in, in Israel to coat all these children. If that's what it's talking about, Ela, what does it mean? Shayum meganin etapaz beofyan. Okay, which means what they did was bepaz means they are the word misulim now with misulaim which were treating as the word meganin. They were degrading, which means they were so beautiful that compared to to the to the children, Paz was disgusting. Paz is gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful, expensive gold. When you compare the beauty of the children of Sion to the Paz, Paz is worthless. That's what it means. So Meganin et Paz biofyan. Meikara hashiver derome havunakte bilivna biliona de kushpanka. That's again the the signet ring. They would put they would make their signet ring from this paz, and they would look at the paz umshamshe arsaihud when they have relations with their wives, because again they want to look at something that's so beautiful. Maybe they have beautiful children, okay? And mikan elach after the destruction maitu bene Israel veasre bekar de puraihu. The Puraihu, Umishamshe. They took the children of Zion and tied them to the bedposts of their beds so that they would look at these beautiful children while they were having relations with their wives. One tells the other, Where is this Pasuk written that this would happen? Right? That this, this would happen to the children. He says, Amale Gam Kol Holi <clears throat> okay, where's that pasuk from? It's from Devarim. After all the uh, curses, it says all the sicknesses and all the uh, you know the uh, uh, the atrocities or the problems that are going to happen that that are not written in the Torah. Hashem is going to bring them. Okay, then not on anybody, but that's what pasuk says. And therefore, he says this is what they did to the children is learned from this pasuk. So he says. Uh, how far am I from that place? Meaning, one kid was they were mostly learning Tanakh together, and uh, the, he said uh, the kid quotes his pasuk, and the other guy says, "I didn't see that pasuk. How far away am I from learning that pasuk?" pusta upalga. So he says a little bit. Ingad is meat. Pusta upalga is like a column and a half. Dafa chetzira. She says page and a half. Okay, so you're almost there. If I got there, I wouldn't need you. I would have known the answer to my question. Okay. 
It's a little uh, musar for himself to keep learning. Okay. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Mishum Rabban Shmuel Ben Gamliel, Mai Dichtiv, Aine Olela Lenafshi, Mikol Benot Iri. Okay. So my Ainai, maybe Ainai, my eyes. Yeah. Any. 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 It is any. Oh, I did it right the first time. Okay, Murphy. Any Olela Lenafshi, Mikol Benot Iri. Okay. My eyes are, uh, you know, watching this. Terrible things, so it's hurting my heart, my nefesh. We call Benot Iri from all the the Benot, the, the daughters of the city. So he says, Arba meot bateknesiot ayu bekrach betar. There were four hundred synagogues in the city of Betar. Ubekol ahad veahad ayu ba arba meot belamdeti nakot. Every every shul had four hundred teachers. They were teaching little kids. Vechol ahad veahad ayu falav arba meot tinakot. Every one of the four hundred teachers had four hundred students. Okay, so that's uh, 400 times 400 is at uh, 16,000 per synagogue times 400 synagogues, right? Mm-hmm. So the Tinoch, uh, when the enemy tried to attack and came in, so the kids would, have, would be attacking back to the enemy with the sticks. Uh, when the enemy eventually, uh, you know, took over. They captured them. He wrapped the children in the books. He set the they set the kids on fire. Okay. This guy, this is the destruction of, this is after the destruction of Yerushalayim. It's talking about the destruction of the city of Betar. It was uh, the Bar Kokhva revolt. This is the Bar Kokhva revolt. Is Betar the same? Is Betar it's the today? same location. Because you say, but you say so yesterday Betar was by the, not far from the sea. Yeah, it said that it says. So uh, yeah. we're not that far from the sea, Betar. It's yeah. no, near, near near the uh, maybe Yam uh, Elach at least. Yeah. Right. You call that the sea? I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah, but he said it was, it was meal. It was meal. It said a meal. Eight thousand amot. It's not so close. But I'm saying we were showing how far. Meaning. Eight thousand amot. Sixteen thousand feet. Six, approximately sixteen thousand feet. So it's about three miles, four miles. Yeah, it could be four miles from the from the shore. From the shore. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Tanur banan maaseh ben Hananya. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. ben Hananya is very famous in the Gemara. He was the one that they would always send to Rome to debate, uh, to debate uh, the Romans. When we get to Masechet Bababatra. Uh, there's a whole section, about 10 pages, of the debates of Rabbi Yosheb and Hananiah with the Romans. It's amazing, amazing stuff. So he was very, very sharp-witted, very learned in Psukim, extremely, extremely bright. So the following story of Rabbi Yosheb and Hananiah, let's see what happens. So he happened to be, I guess, he was in Rome. He was always the one that was sending. Whenever they had an issue with the, the Caesar, they sent Rabbi Yosheb and Hananiah. So he says, Amrullah. They told him, by the way, So they told him, listen, there's a child that's in Beit Asar, and uh, he's got beautiful eyes, and he's a very, very handsome, right? And his hair is uh, curly. He's got curly uh, hair. He went to the door of the jail. Amar, the following pasuk, he starts quoting. Okay, so that's the pasuk he starts opening up with. It's a pasuk from Micha, no, it's a pasuk from uh, Yeshaya. Minatan, who, who handed over, right? Limshisa means to 
to chop with the sword, who's giving, who's handing over Yaakov to be killed, to, to, to be, to be uh, you know, killed, and Yisrael the Bozazim, and Am Yisrael to be, to be uh, looted. Halo zu hatanu lo, that's the end of the Pasuk, right? And it says, the Pasuk continues to say, it's because of our sins, velo avu derachav haloch, we didn't follow God's ways, velo shamu bitorato, we listen to the Torah. So Rabbi Yishev ben Hanani goes to the door and says only the first few words of the Pasuk. He says, mi natan lemshisa Yaakov v'yisrael levozazim. Right? And ana oto tinok, this kid, continues the Pasuk, v'amar halo Hashem zu hatanu lo, velo avu derachav haloch. Right? So the kid finished off the Pasuk and saying, Well, the reason why this is happening to us is because we're not following the Torah, right? Amar says Israel. He says, This kid is gonna grow up to be Talmi Chacham, Gedol Ador. He makes a shivua that he's going to redeem this kid at any cost. Whatever the price they ask for, he's paying. He said that he really paid an exorbitant fee. He did grow up to become a very big rabbi. Umanu, the Bishmael ben Elisha. That's who he was. Bishmael ben Elisha was Kohen Gadol. He was Kohen Gadol. Yeah, Bishmael ben Elisha was Kohen Gadol, if I'm not mistaken. He was one of the Kohenim Gadolim, but he was also Tami Chacham. Okay. Yes, but yes, the, uh, that we, and Podin, and Podin, yes, he did. He was, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, Maaseh Bebno Ubibitosh Rebishmael Ben Elisha. That's the one we just talking about. Shenishbu Lishne Adonim. Okay, they were taken captive by two different masters, apparently. Liamim Nizdavigushinehim. One day, these two guys that had each one of Ishmael ben Elisha's children, they met up together. First guy says, I have a kid. You never saw somebody so beautiful. This kid is an Evet for mine, and he's unbelievably handsome. And guess what? I have a Shifha, he says, a maidservant, that you've never seen someone so beautiful also. Amru, they said, really? Wow, okay. Let's put them together. We'll let them get married. Imagine if such a handsome man was such a beautiful woman. What kind of children are going to look like? We'll share the kids. We'll let them get married. I'll take the first kid. You take the second kid. We'll go back and forth and we'll split them. They put them in the room together. One sat in one corner. One sat in the other corner. I was right. There you go. He says that he's, he's the son of Elisha ben Ishmael ben Elisha. He says, I'm a Kohen, the son of Kohen Gadol. Right? And Baruch Hashem Shalach Zacharti. And he says, Esa Shifcha Zot. I'm going to marry this Shifcha. Right? Zot Omeret, Ani Kohenet, Bat Kohanim Gdolim. And I say, Le'evet, now this is on the, going on in their heads. In their heads. Okay? They weren't talking to each other. Ubachu Kol Alayla. They're crying the whole night that they, this is going on, that they're in the room together. Kevan Sha'ala Amuda Shahar. Hikiru Zedzeh. When the sun rose, apparently there was no lights in the room. They didn't know who was the other person. So in their mind, they're saying, how could this happen to me? I'm the Kohen Gadol's son. And she's saying, I'm the Kohen Gadol's daughter. Sunrise comes. Now they look at each other. They realize, he realizes it's his sister. She realizes it's his brother. They cried themselves to death. That's the pasuk he says about these children. That's a reference to these two, the children of Rabbi Ishmael ben Elisha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
אוקיי. אמר יש לקיש מעשה באישה אחת וצופנת בת פניאל שמה. אוקיי, there was a woman, her name, צופנת בת פניאל, when she says, why? צופנת שהכל צופים ביופיה. Apparently she was gorgeous and everybody's looking at her. So צופה means to look. So they call her צופנת, everyone's שופינג her. בת פניאל, what does that mean? ביתו של כהן גדול ששימש לפני ולפנים. פניאל, פנואל, right? He's inside. So she's the daughter of a כהן גדול. שנתעלל בה Shabai kol halayla. Okay, so apparently she was taken captive, and uh, the captor had his way with her all night. Lemahar hilbisha shiva halukim veotzial lemochra. The next morning, he dressed her this captive in seven layers of clothing and took her out. He's going to sell her now. Baadam echad shayam mechuar beyoter. Ugly, very ugly-looking person comes by. Amarlo. Had any Ethiopia? He says, "You want me to buy her? Let me see what's underneath all that uh, clothing over there. I want to see what she looks like." Amar lo reka says to him, "You uh, empty person." If you want to buy it, buy it. She's more beautiful than anything you're ever going to see. You want to take it? You don't want to get out of here. Amar lo afa pichen. He says, "Yes, but still, I want to see." If shita shisha halukim. So he took off six of the seven layers. Shiv'i kar'ata. She ripped the seven with herself. She rolled herself in the mud, in the dirt. Afar is an effort, actually. Katuf ashes, Paul. But it should not be ashes. She says anything over here? Arbaq, stele, bilione, dushkafe, pusta, pluga, la, 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 la. Mafi. Mafi. כתוב אפר, אשס over here, יכול להיות אפר, אוקיי. אמר, אמרה לפניו, ריבונו של עולם, אם עלינו לא חסת, על קדושת שמך, הגיבור למה לא תחוס עליה? ועליה כונן ירמיה בת עמי, חיגריסק, התפלשי באפר. כן, פעמים. באפר אבל יחיד, עשי לך מספד תמרונים. כי פתאום יבוא שודד עלינו. פריד, that's the end of the פסוק. So she ripped, her, she ripped her clothing and she said, Hashem, uh, if you don't have mercy on us, at least on your own name, your Hagadol, that what, that Israel recognized as the children of Hashem? And you're letting this happen? It's the degradation to your name, also Hashem. And she rolled herself in the dirt, in the ashes, to Mikayim, this pasuk, that it says, Bat Ami Hagrisak, right? That you should wear sackcloth, it palshi, you should roll, Be'efer Evel Yahid, right? In the ashes of the, of the, uh, the uh, Avelut. Asilach misped, right? You should have uh, eulogies with tamrurim and calling out, crying out. Because the, uh, you know, it's going to happen that the enemy is going to come upon us suddenly. Fine. It says, Alayich lo ne'emar, ela alenu. Right? Pasuk doesn't say, doesn't say that the, uh, the enemy is going to come upon uh, uh, on you, meaning the Am Yisrael, ela alenu. Says a kivyachol alai ve'alaich, right? And like that, the enemy is coming after Hashem and Am Yisrael because through Am Yisrael being degraded, Hashem's name is also said. Uh, okay, we get it. Okay, kivyachol alai ve'alaich ba'shodet. Amar Rav Yudah, Amar Rav, my dichtiv ve'asheku gever ubeto ve'ish nachalato ma'aseh. So what does that mean? Asheku gever ubeto. So oshek. Right is uh, when you come to yeah pressure, but it means also to just take things away from people. Like so, I'm gonna come grab and take things away. Asheku gever ubeto veish nahalato. They're going to take away right from the gever his bait and his nahala. That's what it says. Maase, what is that reference to? Maase be adam echad shenatan enav be eshet rabo veshulya dinagrehaver. 
Okay, so it was not a rabbi, it was his apprentice. Person who looked at his his master's wife. His, his, he was the, his master was a nagre, which is a carpenter. So the guy was the carpenter's apprentice. Okay, and he, he apparently took a liking to the carpenter's wife. Pamahat so one time the carpenter needed a loan. Amarlo shagar Send me your wife. I'll, I'll lend you the money. Send your wife to my house. I'll, I'll give her the money that you need to borrow. The apprentice is telling the master, send your wife to pick up the money from my house. Shiger He sent the wife. Shaha ima She stayed three days. Kadam He came now the carpenter looking for his wife. Amarlo ishti my wife that I said to you, pick up the loan. Where, where is she? Amar lo, ani pitirti al altar. I gave her the money and she left. Veshamati shatinokotnit aleluba, baderich. But I heard some rumors that the young boys were fooling around with her uh, on the way back to you. She didn't come back to you, he says. Meanwhile, she's inside the other room. Amar lo, ma'ese. So he tells him, what should I do about this scenario? Amar lo, imata shomea la'atzati girsha. So the apprentice says, if you want my advice, you, you can't keep her anymore. You got to get rid of her. You got to divorce her. Amar lo. So the, the, uh, the carpenter tells the apprentice, She has a very, very, very large ktuba. Yeah, you can't afford the divorce her and pay the ktuba. Amar lo, ani aveka. I'll lend you the money and you pay the ktuba. Amad zeve girsha. Okay? He gave him the money. He went to divorce his wife. Halachu v'nesa'a. So this guy now, the, the apprentice marries the girl, the wife. The debt came due that he lent him the money for the ketubah and for the other money that he lent him in the beginning. He didn't have the money. So he tells him, Come work for me. For, pay off your debt. You'll, you'll, you'll pay off the debt by working for me. This apprentice and the, and the wife are sitting and eating and drinking. And he... Is the is the servant now serving the apprentice and his old wife, his ex-wife? He's crying. falling into their cups that they're drinking from. When I says that was the straw that broke the camel back on the destruction of of the city of Beta. Wow. Yeah. Is it the is it the uh, is it the Beta Mikdash or is it Betar? Uh, Okay, look at that. Some say the reason. Is, we'll say what? The other cities after the destruction. Okay, those are other cities. Okay, fine. Could this be like, so he says. I don't mean to not take it literally. But yeah. Could this be like an example of Yerushalayim with another nation enjoying it while we're watching? They're enjoying our lands. Right. Yeah, yeah, could be. Could be. What do you mean by apprentice, actually? Apprentice is a guy who's coming to learn how to become a carpenter. You take a young guy and teach him. That's apprentice. Wow, where do you get all this money? I know. No, it could be. It could be the father has money. He sent some guy, kid, so. the kid, to learn to learn a trade. He sent him to school. Here's the guy, apprentice, to the gym. He's paying him. We're talking about both of these people being Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. So how is this the turning? Why would this be then the turning point? That's what Ashak went started the pasuk. Ashak gever ubeto veish nahalato. He took from the guy beto him and his wife. Now he took his wife. Yeah. Right. That was the pasuk, and he took his uh, yeah. He took his job. He took everything from him. Yeah. 
Okay? Says says Some say it wasn't the tears, but it was the fact that there were two uh two pitilot, two wicks in one candle. What does that mean? It means that they, they had relations before. She says Eshit Ish. She was Eshit Ish when he said to the first time. First okay. Time. Right. Okay. Fine. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Back to the Mishnah. And the Mishnah told us, Right? That was the Mishnah. If I went first to the Hashor uh, to buy the land, and then I went to go pay the Baalabayit, lo kana. If I go to Baalabayit first, then I pay the other guy, kana. Amara. Lo shanu ela de amalo lech hazek vikani. Aval bishtar, kana. Okay? When we say in the Mishnah, Right, that that they cancel that if I bought from the sikri corn first and then I went to the balabayit that it's not valid. That's only the other doors open. They, uh, that's only if he didn't not, he did not tell me right. If he only said go acquire, yeah, he took the money. He said go get it, no problem. But if he wrote a star, then I'm kone even if I went to the sikri corn first and then to balabayit. So I, I did that. I went to the Shikri Khan, I made a deal with him for hundred thousand dollars. I come to the Balabite, I give him whatever, ten thousand, whatever that we said, a quarter, right? So uh, whatever the number is, twenty-five thousand. And then uh, uh, and uh, the Mishnah we understood up until this point that said that that's invalid. Says the Rav, no, 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 not so fast. It's only invalid if the if the Balabite says, Lech Hazek Bikini, go, you acquired it. But if he wrote me a star that I've acquired the land, even though I went to the Sikri Khan first and then Balabite, I do get the I do get the land. Okay. Even a star a sale that you're going to get a document of sale from the original owner, you're not going to acquire the land until he actually writes ahrayut in the star. Ahrayut means that if the field is taken away by somebody else, you're going to make me whole. You're going to guarantee this title of this land. If he did that, then if you went to Sikri Khan first, and then to the Balabayit, and he wrote a shtar with Ahrayut, says Shmuel, that's when you get it. But if you wrote a shtar without Ahrayut, you don't get it. So there's a mahlukit on the shtar. Does it need Ahrayut or not? According to Rav, no Ahrayut. Just the shtar enough, you get the land. According to Shmuel, it's not enough with the shtar until there's Ahrayut in the shtar. Okay. Tanya kavateh de Shmuel. Everybody like supporting Shmuel. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Omer, lakach min ha'isha v'chaza v'lakach min ha'ish mikho kayam. Here, open baraita regarding again nechsemilog that the guy went and he paid the wife first and then he went and took from the ish from the husband valid sale but he went to the husband first and then he went to the wife second it's batel unless the wife wrote him a star with achrayut finish exactly like Shmuel yeah but the other case is a for, is a forced sale no. The other case, it, no, it's not a forced sale. The Sikri Khan took the land away. He took the land instead of taking sim, the Yeah, so, so he took the land. Right. And now you, they were compared, in the Mishnah also compared right, to now. the same same story. It's a piece of property owned by somebody else, right, is in someone else's position. Right, but we had different money. Right, we we're talking about the time when the laws of Sikri Khan are in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third, third case, third case. Okay. Mechobatel, good. Achitutov achrayut, and therefore nema tevetiuta derav. So we have a Baraita supporting Shmuel, we should turn around and say, okay, Rav, you're out. This clearly says you need to have Ahrayut, right? So Rav says, no, even without Ahrayut. So Rav, you have a problem with the Baraita. I'm Rav, no, my Ahrayut, no, Ishtar. No, what does it mean, Ahrayut? 
doesn't mean achrayut like you think. It means it means shtar. That's all. Rav takes the baraita and twists the word achrayut into shtar, and therefore any shtar, even without achrayut, it just means shtar. That's what it means. So Rav deflects the challenge. Yeah, deflect. That's it. Tarabanan. Person who bought from the Sikrikon had the field in his possession for three years, and the Baal, the original owner, was there, didn't say anything, and then sold it to another person. The guy, the first buyer, buyer A, bought it from the Sikrikon, and buyer A had it for three years, and the original owner is in town, didn't say a word to buyer A, and then buyer A sells it to buyer B, says the Baraita. The, sickly, the original owner has no claim against buyer B. He left it three years by the other guy. He's got a chazaka. It's over. Sikrikon is the guy who took the, 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 took the land instead of killing the guy. Kill, kill, I'm going to kill you. No, no, don't kill me. Take my land. The guy who does that is called Sikrikon. Okay. Buying it from the mafia. So I bought it from the mafia. Exactly. First guy bought it from the mafia. Kept it for three years and sold it to the next guy. Says the Mishnah, original owner has no claim against buyer B. Okay. So, Chazaka, shalosh shalim. Yeah, because that's the Chazaka time. Tarabana, lakach sikrikon ve'achala shalosh shalim ifnei ba'alim chazar mechara la'acher en la ba'alim alokeach sheni klum. Hey chidami, explain this case exactly. Eid katain ve'amar minach zavna afilu rishon nami. Okay, what what is the bu- the second buyer saying in this scenario? So the the claim of the second buyer when the original owner comes to him. You tell me, says, the original owner can't make a claim against the against the second buyer. So he comes to the second buyer and he says, "I want my feel back." What's the other buyer answering back? If he's claiming, "I bought it from you," right? So even the first original owner could claim, "I bought it from you," also. Why am I talking about? Oh, and the, the original owner has no claim against the second buyer. If the claim, the counterclaim of, hey, that's my land that was taken by the Sikli Kon is, no, it's not, I bought it from you. Right. So even the first guy can make that claim. Not even, why have to go to the second guy? Right? That's the, that's the question of the Baraita. So, I bought it from you. I feel like Shonami can make that claim. If he doesn't say that I bought it from you, that means what? That even the, the second guy, or even the second guy cannot make that claim, and he should be able to get the land back. So is this the guy who lost it to the murderer? Yeah, he's the, he, he's the, he got, he's the original landowner. Lost it to the mafia. Put, took on to the guy. Mafia. Mafia took the land away. Mafia and now, has it for three years? No, no, no. The mafia sold it to somebody. And the, and the original owner left it three years by the first buyer. Original owner, left the guy with it. the gun to his head? Yes, he left it by the first buyer for three years, didn't do anything about the it. Guy who it oh, okay, so and then the first guy sold to another guy. Even though he left it, but that's correct. The, the so mafia, he's not going to. I'm not going to go I'm not dealing with that guy. He turned, but the first guy he sold it to, I could have went to, and I didn't. I left it there for three years. And then he sold it to somebody else. And said the, the Baraita said, you have no claim against the second buyer. Master says, I don't want to understand the case over here. What exactly happened? Who are you what? the second buyer? The second buyer. Under the buyer. There's three buyers. buyers. Oh, there's only two buyers. Two the Sikrikon stole it. And then there's right. two buyers. Okay, fine. So the second buyer is the last guy who's in possession of it now. Correct. He okay. bought it from the first buyer. The, the first buyer had the Chazakah for three years. Correct. Good. That's the case. Yeah. And Master wants to know, what was, this, what was the, exactly <laughs> the scenario that this happened? Tell me what happened. Right. Because you, you told me that the original owner has no claim against the second buyer. That's what you said. So Rav says, "Hey Chidami, Eid Katain Min Min Nach Zavna." 
what happened? The guy who wants the land, he's not going to be quiet. He wants his land back. He's coming to this guy. He says, you have my land. So what does he counterclaim? If he says, what are you talking about? I bought it from you. So then I don't need a second guy in this scenario. Yeah. That same claim works even for the first guy. Yeah, what do I need a second what, guy? That's exactly the point, yeah. right? Because the first guy could say, I bought it from you also. So right. why, that must that must be that he didn't say, I bought it from you. Okay, so if he didn't say, I bought it from you, then even the second guy, when he comes and says, you have my land, it was taken from the mafia, he should, he's right, he should get his land back. Why does that guy get to keep it? But I thought the issue here is the hazard. Uh, well, well, okay, the you get there. But that, that's, that's the question. Okay, good. Because you're assuming that I can establish a chazakah when it came from the sickly corn. Maybe that's not so true. Right? Yeah. Okay, fine. So he says, I'll read that inside now. He says, Hey, Chidami, I bought it from you. He could make that claim. So what, explain to me this case that you tell me that the original owner has no claim against second buyer. Sorry, Michila Leolam de la Katain Le, Vuchegon Ze, Toanin la Yoresh, Vitoanin la Lokeach. Okay? He says, really, the second buyer doesn't say anything. He's not being Toin. And what's the Chidush over here? Why does he get to keep it? Because Kegon Ze, in this scenario, Bedin will make the claim for him. And the claim is what you said, Richie. You left it three years by the first guy, didn't make the claim against him. Right? He's, you're out. Shalom Aleichem, original buyer. You should have made the claim before. You left it there, and this guy transferred. He doesn't know anything about it. Finish. It's his. Which means he didn't say anything. We do it for him. That's what he's saying. Okay? In this scenario, if it was an inheritor, we'd also make that claim for him. Or a buyer. Because he doesn't know any better to make that claim. We're going to make that claim. Okay. If that's true now, technically, even by the first guy who had the field, he had it for three years. And if the original owner now, land owner, comes after three years to buy to the first buyer and says, you have my land. In that scenario, we're not making the claim for him. If he makes the claim on his own, he has a valid claim. He could say, you left me three years already. If he makes that claim on his own, we'll let him do it. And if he doesn't, we're not keeping, we're keeping our mouth closed. But the second buyer, who's already another step removed, this guy bought it from the sickly corn. He knows he took it from the mafia. I thought the first buyer bought it from this. This is the first buyer. Again, this is the first buyer. He knows it came from the sickly corn. So for him, we're not going to claim, oh, you had it three years. Make a claim that, you know, that you had it for three years. We're not going to tell him that. He does that claim, valid, if he has to do it on his own. For the other buyer who never, doesn't he doesn't know where it came from, he doesn't know where, will make the claim for him. That's the chidush. If it's within the three years. After three years. Um, hold on. Three years is established the hazakah. Got it. So let's assume he's first buyer, a year. Flips it after a year. Second buyer doesn't know it came from mafia, but he's still within the three-year period. What do we no, do? Good. Uh, no good. No good. No good. Lose it. Yeah. He has so to make the claim. He'd have to make the claim know. himself. He'd have to make the claim himself. If he makes the claim himself. Problem. Problem. Okay, that's it. Yep. That's problem. Yep. Okay. So, Okay. So, some, some of a person is coming now from a claim of Hov. Okay, the guy comes, look at it right, right across to Rashi, says, Abba Mehamat Chov, a few lines down. He says, Oveh Kochavim, Abba Mehamat Chov, Yisrael. Comes, the guy says, you owe me money. And takes the land. O Mehamat Anporet, Mazeh, Gezel Be'ama. 
ואין הוא מסור בידו להרוג, ואנס העובד כוכבים, קרקעו בחובו או באנפורת. אוקיי? So, אנפורת is like the sickly cord, except without the threat of death. He's just grabbing the land and throwing you off physically. So, the guy now comes, הבא מחמת חוב או מחמת אנפורת, אין בו משום סקרי קון. אוקיי? There is no, there's no this law of סקרי קון. She says, what does that mean? אם שהה בידו שנים עשר חודש לתת רבי על הבעלים כתיקון חכמים, ויחזיק בקרקעו, אלא מחזיר לו קרקעו בחינם. לגבי סקרי קון הוא דחה זו ונמנו דחבן דגמר ואקנה אגב אונס מיתה ואפילו בתר דגזור כל דקטיר לקטלוע מסתפלה מקמה דקמה דאקטו וסופו שהוכיח שניחו בידו שנים עשר חודש ולא צעק עליו וילקח נותן הבן רביעה דקים לאול רבנן דובי כוכבים עוזיל גבי לוקח רביעה לפי שבחינם בעלו אבל היי לא גמר ואקנה מידי ואף אגב שתה שנים עשר חודש לא בא לו שעה לחופו הלקח אם מכירתו כלל Explain like this. Rashi says as follows. Why is this any difference? This is different than the case of the Sikri Khan. The Sikri Khan case, when the guy took it under threat of death, we said that the person is willingly transferring property. I want to live. You can have my land. Take it. That's a willing transfer, even though it's not willing, but halakhically, you released your ownership over it. Right. You did it. Finish. And therefore, the, that's the law of the Sikri Khan, where we said at the end, all the Takan of Gezerot, that we went through the levels, that you can give one quarter of the price to the owner, and you keep the land. Why? Because he actually did release ownership over it to the Goy. And therefore, we allow this law of Sikri Khan, where you pay a quarter. Why also, by the way, a quarter? Because the Goy, who took the land for free, is really going to sell it at a discount anyway. So the meaning, you end up paying value of the land. Because the assumption is you bought it from the Goy, it was discounted. He didn't sell it at market value. He sold it below market value because he got it for free. And therefore, that difference is what you're paying the owner. So you ended up getting the, the regular price for the land anyway. But in a scenario where it was taken because of a debt or because of unported, you, this person didn't relinquish his rights over the land. And therefore, the law of Sikrikon of give one quarter and keep the land doesn't apply. You have to give the land back and then go get your money back from the, from the Goy that you gave your money to. Tough luck on you. So That's the law. Why the Baal hold? We hold this. You want to say that if I, if I give him the land behold uh, of and the debt? I want to pay cash. You guy wants the land. I, I, I'm saying I, he's not taking it Begezil. That's, that's the second part. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's two different things. That's what he says. The assumption is I wanted to pay the debt. You have to say that. I wanted to pay in cash and you want to take the land. You're right. Because if I just give him the land, Pashut, that's Pashut. Pashut. Has to be that I wanted to pay cash and he took the land. Fine. Okay? So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the unported case, where the case is he just stole the land, it has to stay 12 months. Manasseh says, what? What's 12 months have to do with anything? Ha'amart en ba mishum sikrikon. What do you mean 12 months? What are you talking about? You just told me that the law doesn't apply. What's 12 months have to do with anything? He says, ha'chi ka'amar. This is what I meant. Sikrikon atzma'a tzichaz jayud bet chodesh. In order for the law of pay one quarter to the original owner to kick in, which is the sikrikon law, it had to be 12 months before the guy made the claim. If he pays, let, let it stay 12 months, then made the claim, that's when you can say, okay, here's your quarter, shalom alechem. But if he makes the claim within 12 months, he gets the land back. Amar of Yosef, Naktinan, en anporet bebavil. Tradition that there's no these guys that come and steal land in Bavil. Mara says, <laughs> Very nice, but it happened last week. I just saw it happen. What do you mean? 
He says, no, no. The law of Anporet, which we said a minute ago, means that the guy gets his land back even after 12 months, after any time, because he never really relinquished ownership. So that doesn't apply in Bavel. He says, my ta'ama. He says, Kevan the Ika bed davar or dawar the law azil law azil kabil ema ahule ahil because apparently in in Babel there was bed dawar or bed doar but this means basically a courthouse there was laws there was justice you could have went in Babel and taken the goy to court to get your land back the e the, the fact court. that you, no the, the the goy court and the fact that you didn't go. Emma Ahule Ahil. Maybe you now you're Mohel. Why would somebody be Mohel his land to somebody? Man, the guy's in the mafia. I don't want to take the guy to court. Don't buy I don't want a headache. Go in a court, yeah, no court case, stop out. Right. Okay, either it's justice and you can do it, or there's no justice and you can't. So why if there's justice and I can go, what am I Mohel guy for? <laughs> take my land. Okay. That, that's exactly but the, that's exactly the point. The fact that you didn't uh, nobody does that. What do you mean you didn't let you let that? Who, who would do that? Who's going to let the guy take his land when he has an opportunity to get it back? He didn't? Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Okay. That's exactly the point. Because nobody does that. Exactly like you said. Right? So he did. But the case, but he did now. So now he did. Okay, so there, there, there must be something going on over here. Right? He was Mokhel, or the guy owed the money, or whatever, or he relinquished ownership. Nobody's going to let the guy take his house for no reason. He has a way to get it back. He's not going to do it. Right? So the fact that he did do that, so that's it. So, so Tasca, look at Rashi. Rashi says Tasca, real estate tax, Mas Karka. Okay? So the guy, that's his name. This guy is the Ili Kachemo, Nibene Baga. Baga is the Bik'a, the valley. Rashi says as follows. You need to read the, the way that they have their system set up. Rashi says, Bene Bik'a, Kachayamin Hagam. What do they do? Poskin Mas Alkola Bik'a, Latet Kach Vikach Lishanala Melech, Vehem Mehalekim Asadot Benehem, Venoten Kolehad Mas, the Fihalkoha Magio. Feudalism? Yeah, and sort of. They said that this this big land, this big piece of land, it's extra fertile, it's extra, it can produce X amount of, uh, of yield, of produce or whatever, and the king put a price on it of uh, 10 grand. Okay, but it's a very, very, very big plot. It's too big for one guy. We'll split it up. And the based, based on the size of plot that you take, that's the ratio of your tax that you're going to pay. Whatever size based on, there's whatever, 10,000 acres, a dollar an acre, so I took 500 acres, I'm paying $500 of the tax, X, Y, Z, the way we divide up the land. Good? Okay. So he says, The one guy is in charge, because the king doesn't want to go collect $500 from every guy in the town. Yeah, one guy is in charge, you bring me all the flus. Yeah? Yeah? Right? Gabaya Melech, Tovea Mibene Bika, Kolamas, Shalem, the Baalim Shel Karkazo, Hilkah le Darkan, Bene Hilka Halkuli Darkan, Ubne Baga, Shaya Kolamas, Mutala Lehem, Netano le Gidal, Lefroa Mas, Bishwila Baalim, Vila Ochla. Okay, so this is what happened now. So now we know the way that it's set up. And what happens if one guy, one guy skips town or the guy doesn't charge kishes, so they're going to come and collect from everybody individually if that's what happens. So he says like this. The story is, uh, go back to now, we have the background. Gidil bar'ili kabil ar'a betaska mebene baga. Akdim ve'ahiv zuze tlachinim. He prepaid, he prepaid the tax on his plot for the next three years. Got a big piece of land or whatever it was. Must have been a wealthy guy. He pre he prepays the tax this year and next year and the year after. Okay, ata marvata kamae. Okay, so now the original owner came and came, 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 came to claim the land back. 
He says, the first year which you've paid your taxes for, you actually got the produce of the land. This, this guy, whatever it was. He says, going forward, now I want my land back. I'll pay the tax. But he already prepaid. Ah, they come to the papa, says, okay, well, so they, they wanted to write for this guy, Gidol, uh, a star to collect back the prepaid tax. Paid it up, he paid it up front. Uh, now he lost the land to the original owner. The first year, okay, so two years, the first year he ate the fruits of the land, so Mabruk, so you paid the tax, you got the fruit, great. Now, it's two years going forward that you paid, he wants his money back, you know? So they went to the papa, the papa says, okay, let's, the, the people that are going to pay the tax, you'll take it out of, the, you prepaid it, you'll take it out of the next year's collection, and the year after's collection, you get your money back. That's what he wanted to do. If you do that, you're now applying the law of Sikrikon. He says, why? Look at Ashi. And she says, It's dead center. Right? About uh, 10 lines before the bottom of the page. Imken asit davar kedin Sikrikon. klum. Why? Right? The way they set it up is that the uh, the original owner, right, is going to get one quarter, so the guy who bought the land actually paid full value, has no loss. The assumption is the goy discounted the land three by, by one quarter. You paid that one quarter to the original owner, you got the land. And kept it at its value, so you have no loss, right? Or im yesh biyadam likach yahzerulo ma'otav. Or if he's going to take it back, he'll sell back, he'll give back the money, and you take back the land. So he had no net loss in the law of sikrikon. The high nami lo yafsid mashenatan lamelech. By doing this and saying the guy has the right to collect back the land, the prepaid tax, so he has no loss either. The gabe kula. The Gavi Kula is going to get it back. The Hacha loves Sikrikonu, right? Hamelech Enlo Alehem. The king is not the Sikrikon over here for anything. All the king has on them is Mas, which is tax. Who said you have the right to prepay tax and now come claim it back? What do you mean? Tough luck on you. Yeah, well, what did you do that for? The king doesn't require you to prepay taxes. You did that? Tough luck. Shalom Aleichem. So that's what he says. Because if you if you want to give him back his money, you have now treated it like a case of sickly corn where the buyer is not is, is whole. He doesn't lose anything. But the end of Rashi doesn't, doesn't follow that. Why? If you tell me who cares why you prepaid the tax, then you don't have to tell me that it's the genus of a sickly corn. It has a dean of sickly corn, so just leave it at no, that. No, no, no. If he says, if you let him collect back the money, you're treating this like the law of sickly corn, which we don't, we don't do. That's what he's saying. The law of the sickly corn is that buyer didn't lose anything. I don't think we follow that. We'll see in a second. He says he didn't lose anything. He got full value for the land. He paid three quarters to the goy and one quarter to the original owner. And then he got land worth that amount. No loss. Over here, too, you want this guy to have no loss. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. That the additional of the of the, the prepaid tax was included in the initial price. That has something to do with no, it. No, 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 and I don't think so. Yeah, and just he pre just prepaid without a without a claim. I, I, if that was the case, maybe you'd be right, but that was not the scenario. He just prepaid the tax. 
Okay, so what happens? Tough luck on you. You lost your money. Shouldn't have. You put your your money on the the, the horn of a deer, which means rahat. Shalom alechem. Adkan baruch Adonai leolam. Amen. Amen. At the closing, yeah. you pay the, half the time with the lawyer is to adjust the water.